0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Scratching the Surface podcast, where we talk about everything green industry, entrepreneurship, arboriculture, pesticide applicator information, and everything in between. Sometimes talk about business, sometimes talk about life. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about business. And for the most part, we're going to focus on man hour rates, because man hour rates are really what drive your company. Um, I've always been under the impression and thought process that man hour rates basically show what value you are providing to someone, okay? And it's pretty directly related to that, right? I mean, if you look at billionaires, their man-hour rate of what they're providing to, you know, the world is pretty high. And so as far as what we do within the green industry, you know, our man-hour rate can can vary quite a bit. And I've written down some notes as far as, um, you know, various man-hour rates that probably people try and aim for as long as what we aim for in our business. And, you know, there's a couple that I haven't written, but I'm about to take some notes right now and write them down. Um, You know, let's start with lawn care, right? I think a pretty sound number for lawn care man hour rates is probably anywhere from the 60 to $80 range. Um, Why I say that is because if you're mowing, you know, two properties at $40 an hour you're getting, you know, that $80 a man hour rate. Um, you know, if there's no drive time in between, say you're doing two neighbors, you know, could it go down to 60? Sure. Say you have, you know, a $40 job, $40 lawn, and then you have to drive a little bit, you know, 10 minutes to the next one, you do another one. So you're getting closer to that 60 range. Right. And that's where route density comes into play. And that's how you can get your man hour rate pretty high. You know, I know my friend Brian Fullerton over there at, um, Brian's law maintenance in the Fullerton unfiltered podcast, you know, he has his routes like ultra dense. And so he can crank out three properties at $40 a property in under an hour. You know, I think, I think he said that uh, one time, long time ago that, you know, he can clock a property with a stopwatch and it pretty much takes him eight minutes to mow it. And so if it takes eight minutes to mow, that's pretty good, right? You can mow quite a few properties in an hour. And so you can get that man hour, man hour rate up pretty quick. But then you also have additional guys that are doing other things like, you know, trimming or doing anything like that, blowing, edging, things like that. So it all balances out. But I think anywhere from 60 to $80 is a pretty safe man hour rate in lawn care. Obviously you want to be on the higher end of that spectrum, right? If you're on the higher end, typically you're going to be more profitable so long as you keep your overhead, you know, at a reasonable amount. The next one I had was landscaping. I think landscapers probably typically aim to get anywhere from $80 to $120 a man hour. It really all depends what they're doing, that probably dictates that. Um, you know, whether you're just weeding some beds and doing some property maintenance, or whether you're planting trees and shrubs, are you laying sod, are you um, pruning shrubs? All that plays a role in what the man hour rate is based on what you're doing, right? The manor rate is directly related to the value that you provide for people. That's I firmly believe that. And so I got this, this bug over here that's bugging me. Sorry, interruption, but he came flying at me. But your manor rate is directly related to the value that you provide to people. Irrigation, I, I don't really know. I've never really done irrigation, but I have to imagine it's probably in the same realm of $80 to $100. Just based on what I know about blowing out zones and things like that. Now, fixing irrigation or installing irrigation, it could be very different. Um, I really don't know, but I would imagine 80 to 100. Hardscaping, that's another one that I don't really know, but I would imagine that's going to be on the upper end of things, right? You might be in the 125 to $180 range, depending on what you're doing, would be my guess. Um, I could be wrong. You know, hopefully, you know, Caleb Allman out there, he can correct me and tell me what, you know, what they recommend is a man hour rate for hardscaping. Um, in mosquito control, we actually aim for a man hour rate of 178 to $285 an hour. And you might say, well, that's quite a wide range, Austin. That's a $100 range. That's true. Um, our average property takes us 20 minutes to treat. And if we can do two neighbors side by side, you know, we pretty much don't stop. We fill up the tank and we go do both neighbors, boom. Boom and you know that's 178 dollars in 40 minutes so that's where we're getting up to that 285 dollar range right as far as a man hour uh, we have done properties within an hour for 285 dollars just the entire property we've also done three neighbors in a row and it took us right around a hundred not a hundred it took us an hour and 10 minutes so we're very very close to that 285 dollar an hour range Uh, We really average close to $178 a man hour. And so that's, that's what we aim for is that range, right? Um, That keeps us profitable. You know, the more dense we can make our routes, the higher the man hour rate goes, which is always nice. And we're always trying to improve our route density. Um, That's one thing with all of, for most of these services, if you can improve your route density, the man hour rate exponentially goes up. You also reduce your overhead, which increases your profitability because, you are saving the drive time and the window time and you're actually putting time into production. And that's what you really want. You want time in production. You don't want windshield time. That's where our other service that we offer poison Ivy. um, There's a lot of window time, not going to lie. We do drive pretty far to properties and we have to be compensated for that window time and for the expertise. Right. But again, it's the man hour rate is directly related to the value that you provide to people. Just flat out, right? The the hourly rate that a doctor gets paid or a surgeon gets paid to operate on a brain or a heart, the value that they're providing to that person's life, I mean, that's, you know, you're getting up there to where it's thousands of dollars an hour, right? That's why hospitals charge so much because you have so many people on staff that are working. That's a high, high, high hourly rate. But it's just, it, 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 this, This thought process goes beyond the green industry. It goes into anything that anyone does. If you're providing high value to people or society as a whole, you are going to make more money. It's just a fact because you're providing value. The more value you can provide and to the more people you can provide it, the more you're going to get in return. And that makes sense, right? I mean, I'm not crazy to think this. It it makes sense. You think about Amazon. You think about Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, you think about Bill Gates, you think about Steve Jobs, what they have created for society as a whole is a whole lot of value. And they got paid for it because they provided value to the world, not just one person, not just one person's property, not just one community, but the world. And that's why they became ultra wealthy because it wasn't just them. It wasn't just their community. It was the world. And so you got to think bigger if you want to make more money, right? Our man hour rate that we try and aim in Poison Ivy services is generally in between $200 to $400 an hour. Again, a big range, but still pretty high man hour rate. Why do we aim for those numbers? Because we're doing a very skilled service. On top of that, the skilled service also provides an immense amount of value to people. Well, why does it provide an immense amount of value? Well, it depends on who you ask. If you ask the client what value they're receiving, they're receiving peace of mind. They're potentially receiving, you know, knowing that they're not going to get poison ivy in their yard. And what happens if they get poison ivy? Do they go to the hospital? Do they just get a small rash? Is it just a like a nuisance? Or do they actually like get intubated, right? I have a client that if she gets poison ivy, she gets intubated. It's that bad. She's that allergic to it. And so we don't want that. We want her to be safe and healthy and happy and, and not afraid of her yard. So, you know, it's a high value to her. She absolutely appreciates us coming out there and taking care of it. Um, but, you know, I had another client that he told me that he was down for 12 weeks because of how bad of a poison ivy reaction they got. And so what's 12 weeks of work to you? right? Depending on what you make out there, you know, say you make a $1,000 a week. Well, that's 12 grand. Okay. So if I'm charging $200 an hour, and it saves you essentially 12 grand, there's some pretty big value in that, right? So it all depends. Every person values our service as far as poison ivy remediation differently. And honestly, it's You know, some people don't value it at all. I get phone calls all the time and I tell them our base price, and they just, people just say, wow, that's expensive. And then I always ask, well, what did you think this would charge? And they typically always say a couple hundred dollars. A couple hundred dollars. To be honest, I can't even start the truck for less than a couple hundred dollars. Let's just be real here. Okay. If you're running a real company with workers' comp, with insurances, with licensing, with continuing education to maintain the licensing, with payroll. There's no way that I can start that truck for, for $200. I'd rather stay home. Honestly, I really would. And I hope that you out there would be willing to say the same thing. Like I am not doing that for less than this. And again, it's, it's the perceived value, right? People think that it's going to cost $200 for me to drive my truck out to your property twice on top of the work. What am I going to make like $30 an hour? And then after everything, I'll make like five bucks. No, not going to happen. Not to go deal with something that can hospitalize you and put you down for weeks on end. And potentially, depending on how bad it is, you know, it could, you could be needed to be intubated. Like it's, it's not, this isn't a game to play with poison ivy. It's, it can get you and it can get you pretty quickly and it will teach you a lesson. It will teach you a lesson in how to be conscious of what you're doing. Because the moment you're not conscious of what you're doing, you will get poison ivy because you're not paying attention. You have to be conscious. You have to be all there all the time. And it's, it's kind of stressful. I'm not going to lie. You're walking through poisonous plants and you're stressed because you have to eliminate all of these poisonous plants for your client, right? There is a stress factor there. Now, some people, some clients, I tell them our base price and they're like, that's reasonable. Well, I think so, too. So it's it's always interesting to hear people tell me that our price is expensive. And then I hear people and they say it's reasonable. And I always wonder what the disconnect is between people thinking one way or the other. I have to imagine budget plays a role, but then I also have to imagine that the people that think it's reasonable have never have had a poison ivy rash that really messed them up. And the people that don't think it's reasonable, I don't think they've ever had poison ivy in their life. And if they have, it wasn't that bad. And so I think that's You know, the the main things that people perceive when I tell them our price. But, you know, that's that's poison ivy work. Right. There's also there's tree work out there. What's a what's an hourly rate for tree work? I have to imagine that you're at the hundred dollars plus an hour for tree work. I would hope so. Right. I would hope that you're within the hundred to two hundred dollar an hour range um, just because of how dangerous that job is. You know, tree work is super dangerous, super, super dangerous. And my hat's off to you guys out there that are doing tree work, climbing trees, removing trees, pruning trees. I mean, like I said, I I bought climbing gear to learn how to climb. And I literally went up 15 feet and thought this is super high. It did not feel natural. And I'm sure that comes with time, right? Coming with time, that's going to change for me. But nonetheless, you're you're up there dangling from a tree and you have to wield a chainsaw and cut down stuff and place it perfectly in between buildings and power lines and cars and people. I mean, that's crazy work. I have to hope that you guys out there doing tree work are getting over one hundred dollars a man hour. I hope that you're in like the one fifty to two fifty range. I really do, because you should be. I I really think you guys should be getting like a thousand dollars an hour, but that's just me because I, I just, I understand how dangerous it is, you know? And then let's get into like some more specialized stuff. Okay. Like tree injections, still tree work, but it's a different man, man hour rate. Why? Because it's a different value. It's a different value to people. And what do I mean? Okay. I'll give you an example. So I did a tree injection job. Okay. I'm just writing this down so I don't lose my train of thought. But I did a tree injection job and this tree injection job was to save some Scots pines over here in Michigan. Um, Scots pines are very susceptible to pine wilt nematode and pine wilt nematode. If you don't know about it, um, I, I recommend you look it up. It's a crazy, crazy little nematode. Basically they ride on a beetle and then that beetle penetrates into the uh, Scott pine tree goes through their bark. It's a bark beetle. I believe it's the Sawyer beetle, if I'm not mistaken. And these nematodes ride inside of this beetle. They basically get inside this beetle from an infected tree. This beetle goes to a healthy tree, bores into it. And when it bores into it, these nematodes come out of the bark beetle and into the tree, into the vascular system. When they go into the vascular system, they multiply at a rate of 72. Okay, that's a power of 72. So one becomes 72. And then you do 72 times 72. And then you do whatever that number is times 72. And they multiply so friggin' fast and they fill up the space in the vascular system of these trees so fast that basically once it's infected, the tree's dead. There's no way to save it. And so this tree injection job, I'm pretty sure it was around like 14 or 1600 bucks. It took me like two hours total. And you'd say, wow, man, that's like $800 an hour. Well, there's also materials, there's needles, there's cleaning everything, there's time after involved. It came out to probably like four to $600 an hour. And why is that important? Well, it's the perceived value that I gave the client. He had lost so many pine trees on his property, he was willing to do what it takes to save what he had. And so we did our damnedest to, to inject them and preserve them. And so that's what we're doing. And the treatment lasts two years. So it's one of those things where it's like, hey, this is a protection, but it's also good for two years. So you don't have to do this every year. So take this price, divide it by two, and that's actually what it is a year. There's also a three-year one. But, I mean, I I don't know that that's more worth it or not, but that's, you know, it exists. And that's tree injection work. It's still tree work. I guess you could call that plant health care work, right? PHC. There's other plant health care services out there that command an even higher rate, right? Like air spading. Okay, my mentor Daniel Miraval, who great, great, fantastic master arborist. I'm so blessed to have met him. Um, I found him on Keith Kalfas' videos on YouTube, and. He was a main reason why I became a certified arborist because watching him and listening to him, I learned that a certified arborist was not what I thought. I thought a certified arborist was just a guy that climbed trees, cut down trees. He showed me that a certified arborist is much more than that. And I'm forever grateful for being shown that path. And he showed me that doing air spade work, he can generate, okay, he can do a root collar excavation and generate a pretty hefty sum in 20 minutes. And he said, in 20 minutes, you're done. Boom. And so it was just unbelievable to me that that, that work can command that high of a price. Speaking of, today on one of the properties, I uh, I uh, might have sold an air job doing some vertical mulching to alleviate some compaction for an oak tree named oaky Yeah, that's right. An oak tree named Oakey and i'm super excited to to be able to do that you know it's if i can if i can if the client accepts the the quote the bid then we're definitely going to do what we can to preserve a, a nice beautiful healthy oak tree but you know man hour rates they vary but again it's related directly to the value that you provide to people mowing a lawn is it valuable i mean you're saving some people some time you're making their yard look nice right there is value in it but it's on the lower end of the value, which is crazy, right? I'm not bashing anyone that does lawn care. It's just crazy because you have so much equipment to go into something that's valued so little. I just, I, it's so hard to comprehend. So hard to comprehend. And then you get into like landscaping, right? You have a bunch of equipment to go into landscaping. It's just, I don't, I don't know. With poison ivy work and mosquito work, like I bought a a steel mist blower. This would be the fourth year I've had it, okay? This $1,000 piece of equipment has done over $100,000 in revenue. $1,000 piece of equipment doing over $100,000 in revenue. I mean, that's, that's insanity, right? Just doing mosquitoes. But it also takes a license. It takes chemicals. It takes time. It takes all this other stuff. But it's just you don't have skid steers. You don't have a lawnmower. You don't have a trailer. You have a mist blower, and it does that. Like that's amazing return on investment, right? And the man hour rate for that service is pretty high, right? What's the value of three to four weeks of being mosquito free? You know, being outside on your deck and grilling and not worrying about mosquitoes. What's the value on that? Well, people seem to be okay with paying, you know, around $90 an application. Application takes 20 minutes. So that's what they value it at. Because it's not about the time that you put into the actual work, it's about the perceived value. If they have three weeks that are mosquito free, that's worth it, right? Twenty-one days, twenty—I don't know the math on that, but you know, it comes down to be like a two to three dollars a day. Call it that's valuable to them. I would gladly spend two to three dollars a day to not have mosquitoes on my property. I think they would too. And then you know, it's just. Man, our rates are just so interesting, and I think we should talk more about them. I think we should do our best to elevate them because what we are doing is skilled labor. Even if you're mowing lawns, it is skilled labor. You have a lot of equipment. You have a lot of money wrapped in equipment. It's crazy to me how low the prices are to, to mow. But at the same time, it's not because you're, you have people that just go buy a mower and go buy a trailer from Tractor Supply. And they started a mowing company, right? The barrier to entry is just if you get approved. That's really the barrier to entry. Do you have something to pull it? If you have something to pull it, you can go do it. These other things, you know, landscaping requires a little bit more. You could do landscaping. You could go do mulch. You could go do um, shrub trimming at a pretty low startup cost. Hardscaping, probably not as much, right? You could do hardscaping but without equipment but who that would be hard be doing it like the romans did it working for slave wages. Mosquito control you need a license. You need a license personally, you need a license through the state. Poison ivy, you need licensing. You need a vast education in plants. Right? Tree work, you need to have a lot of gear. Like I just purchased gear and and the stuff's not cheap. And that's just like light gear. I don't have a chipper. I don't have a, a chipper truck. I don't have a dump trailer. I don't have a, a what are they called? Um, a knuckle boom truck. I don't have a crane. Like all this stuff is just crazy that that you need those tools for certain jobs. And that's why. Tree guys will go to a job and they'll say, this job's like 20 grand. And the homeowners will be like, what are you talking about? It's like, well, we can't do this without a crane and a crane operator wants 3 to 400 dollars an hour. This is going to take us 7 hours. You know, just, I mean it's it's just it's wild. It's wild. It's wild. Man hour rates are wild. But I just I wanted to touch base on this because I felt like it was an interesting topic that we should all think about as far as our man hour rates. And we should do our best to elevate them. How do you elevate your man hour rate? That's the real question. But we go back to the beginning of this podcast you have to provide high value either to one person or to more people right you can provide value to more people or you can provide va- like higher value to one person that's how you raise your man hour rate so you know like i said poison ivy work right it's not you're not just a lawn guy that's just cutting the grass you're going there and you're you're getting rid of this noxious plant that can hospitalize people the value there is immense it really is it's immense and i don't know, that's just i you try and provide value as much value as you can to every person you see and eventually you'll see that you will your your prices will go up and people will pay them because they value it they value trust they value you know your honesty they value you know whatever they value you they value your integrity I'll give you an example. Okay, today I was at a client's property. This is the same client that, you know, hopefully we're going to do some air spade work for. You know, I I pray that we do because I know her oak tree needs it. But we're at a property. I opened up the door to a simple conversation. And this conversation was, hey, have you ever, do you have a company that does insect disease management or fertilization to your landscape? Simple question. Could have been a yes, no. Very simple. It was a, a, no, we haven't done that. Okay. And we started talking and then she's like, yeah, but I did get a quote for injecting my pine trees. And I was standing there and my head kind of cocked to the side and I said, injecting your pine trees for what? And she told me, she's like, I don't know, but I have the text right here. And she scrolls and finds it. And these were red pines, true red pines here in Michigan. They were definitely planted, but they were red pines. They weren't Scots pines. They weren't Austrian pines. They were red pines. And she told me that a tree company told her that they would inject her tree with permethrin, okay? You don't inject trees with permethrin. Permethrin is a contact insecticide. It's an extract from the chrysanthemum flower. And I told her this, and she went, what? And I said, yeah, you don't do that. I've never heard of anyone doing that. And she said, the guy quoted me $4,000 to inject my trees. And I said, what was he going to inject them for? And she said, insects. And I said, and I didn't even actually say anything. I just walked right over to the trees. I like left her there. And I went and I started inspecting these trees. And I said, there is no insect activity on these trees that would cause you to need to inject these. The value that I provided for that client right then and there saved her $4,000. And wasted money and a wasted service for somebody that had no idea what they were doing. They were just talking out of their ass. Four grand. Okay. Just because I have a more in depth knowledge about tree care and plant health care and insects and diseases. So now she's looking at me like, thank God I didn't do that. Like, Can you imagine if she would have did that? And then she would have said, yeah, we just had these injected. Oh, what for? And then she would have told me, and I said, you don't inject trees with that. And she would have looked at me and said, what do you mean? And I would have told her the same thing. She would have been livid. Like, guarantee you, there would have been a lawsuit. Guarantee you, that person would have been to court. And so, you know, provided value just there by educating them on what you do and don't do with trees. Which led us to the conversation about our oak tree. What happened to your oak tree over there? She she told me that a contractor drove over the root zone. Oh, boy. Why? Well, the compaction can really affect those roots. We should go over there and check it. Let me grab my meter. I grab my compaction meter. We walk over to her oak tree. I push it down on the ground. This thing doesn't even go an inch into the ground, and it's already at 300 PSI. That... Ground is so compacted from that contractor driving over it. It's affecting the roots for sure. I step away 20 feet away from the oak where I didn't think that the contractor drove. Pushed it down. Thing went down in the ground like butter. I said, this is what it should be. And she went, oh my God, how do we fix this? And I told her, oh, it's a, it's a service that's called vertical mulching. You take an air spade, you drive it in the ground, yada, yada, yada. And she went, oh, can you send me a quote for that? So we went from one spectrum where I provided value for her, saving her money, time, energy, and getting taken for granted by someone to the value of, hey, this is the service that can save the tree from the issues that the contractors cause. And we're one of six companies in the state that do it. And she cares about this tree a lot. I mean, she named it. Well, you don't name a tree if you don't care about the tree. Right. It's pretty. I've never heard of anyone naming a tree like now. I want to name a tree just because I've never heard of anyone doing it until her. And so I want to help her. You know, I really do. I want to help her. I want to save that oak tree. I want to help preserve that for her. But just look at the value that was provided just from a simple conversation. Right. That man, hour rate of whatever I quote is probably going to be within that two to four hundred dollar an hour range, I would imagine. I, I actually perceive it to take around four hours of work. I really do. So man hour rates are based on the value that you provide to your clients or the quantity of clients. Don't ever forget that. That's that's what I've noticed observing the world. If you can provide higher value to people as an individual, or if you can provide value to more people as a whole. You will have more money in your bank account. Like it's just, it's the truth. That's that's a, a known truth that I have found in life. So, without further ado, I think I'm going to wrap this podcast up. I went pretty hard in the paint on this one, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Um, you know, I hope I'm not just talking to my computer screen here and talking to the wall. I hope you guys are listening. Um, if you want to help and support the podcast, you can always, you know, go uh, purchase a course at the poison Ivy Academy links are in the description below, or you can use our coupon code at AM Leonard. Uh, it saves you 10%. Coupon code is itch free saves you 10% at checkout. I always buy my pruners there. My loppers there. Um, just bought a silky saw there. And so, you know, I, I actually use AM Leonard quite a bit. Um, probably need to buy another soil knife just so I can have my technician have one too. Cause I don't think he has one, but That will conclude today's episode. I appreciate you all for listening. I wish you all well. Take care and God bless.